0: whenever you're ready. Hi! Hello! Listening audience. Welcome to If It's Gay We Play. Dear friends, welcome to If It's Gay We Play.
1: The podcast where it's World Mental Health Day.
0: Or it was.
1: Or it was. Because we're
0: really bad at releasing very special episodes, like when they're supposed to come out. But... Uh, in the intre- in the spirit and interest of World Mental Health Day, as a person who, like, hasn't, personally.
1: Who hasn't- are you? Who is this person?
0: Oh, uh, I'm Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm
1: Kai. My pronouns are she her, hers.
0: So I'm a person who, like, hasn't been, like, posting for, like, national like mental health or like coming out day because I've been so mired in my own depression and like spiraling in my own mental illness triggered by physical health problems uh that I've been basically completely dissociated and detached from living reality uh and when I'm back in living reality I'm panicking and sobbing and crying on the floor um so anyway Anyway, that, that's that's why this is coming. This is now we're doing something about World Mental Health Day. especially.
1: Yeah. Late coming. Uh, so we recorded an episode last week, but we did not finish recording the episode um, because both Hannah and I are having a difficult time.
0: To say the least.
1: Yeah, please uh, help me pop in whenever. (laughs) We are
0: having the shittiest mental health time, is what I would say. Not the shittiest. No, not the shittiest. like, pretty shitty. And, like, it is nice because true to form, like, in the moment, Usually both of us are not melting down at the same time. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, in general, you're not doing well. But, like, last night, I was having a complete crisis meltdown, and you were very calm and level-headed. Yes. Like, you were not melting down also, because that would have been a fucking disaster.
1: No, for sure, for but, sure.
0: But, like, day-to-day, like, in general, we're both not doing well, not doing well.
1: Yeah. Uh, not, I'm not doing, still can't talk about this very much, I'm not doing excellent since the car crash. Yeah, um. Sense since the accident uh i'm continuing to be in a wheelchair and have a lot of pain and that is that sort of being stuck in my own home uh yeah. a lot of the time has not been super easy as well as being very fatigued and exhausted like after work and stuff and uh in last week's this episode oops uh hannah and i have a tiff which Me is not yeah. unnecessarily like
0: The most uncommon. The
1: most uncommon thing. But I think with both of us experiencing stuff right now, respectively and together, that it makes it a little bit more difficult.
0: Usually we're able to either put our TIFFs aside to record because we are true uh, consummate professionals. Yes. Or uh, we are able to resolve the TIFF, breathe, and then get back to recording. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one was uh, uh, heated and heightened and um, like triggering enough that it couldn't be resolved in a timely manner and we had to like shelf recording for the day and then uh uh Aaron left we met him later for brunch but I had to have a meltdown and we talked about some stuff but
1: Uh, yeah I actually I want to get to the heart of the matter Mm -hmm. um and I want to say uh it is very difficult to suddenly be put into a position where you are taking care of somebody who is much more their disabilities are affecting their life much more than they were before Um, and uh, to be that person's um, partner as well as part-time caretaker on top of other responsibilities that one holds is something that is Uh, exceptionally emotionally and physically taxing that I don't think we give enough credence to. Um, and in addition to that, as the person who is being caretaken, you both need that assistance and simultaneously want that person's emotional support through the difficult time that you're going through. So it's very taxing and difficult on both sides. And this is something that we talked about and still continuously need to talk about, um... But I, I want to be transparent about that because I feel like that doesn't get talked about necessarily enough. Um, and I think that that's important.
0: Yeah, I feel like all we see... Well, a lot of what we see in pop culture, especially from like queer mental health advocates, is inspiration porn, but not even like because, yes, and I think like genuinely good hearted, like stories of people's triumphs, like personal stories of people's own triumphs over their own adversity. But you don't usually get to see the story shared when you're in the shit. Mm -hmm. And so when you're in the shit. Like, I know when I was younger, especially, like, when I was in the shit, because I didn't see the narrative of in the shit. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what therapy's for, right? Yeah. A therapist, a good therapist is there to say, hey, you're in the shit. You're in the shit. Mm -hmm. And everybody goes through the shit, and you don't usually get to see that, and so it's isolating. Um so I didn't get to see that and so I just saw the other side of the shit and I didn't believe that it could ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um and it is and it does and I'm having a really hard time right now because I'm uh going through some sort of health problem. It's a GI issue, uh, that I'm trying to see a specialist about, waiting for insurance to prove it. It's a whole American medical nightmare. Mm-hmm.
1: Um I mean say.
0: Yeah, right. Um and Either I'm not absorbing, it seems, I don't know this for sure, it seems like either I'm not absorbing my antidepressants correctly because of whatever's going on with my gut or, and or, like, because my gut neurons are so fucked up, it's like, often my GI problems will trigger migraines and depression and mm-hmm. vice versa. Um So it's like that constantly almost. And it's, it's, my meds are not working as they should, essentially. Yeah. And so I f- feel crazy uh, a lot of the time. Um And so uh, we are, we don't want to do the whole conversation because I don't, I don't want to feel like we're like being self-aggrandizing in any way or like just trying to get any sort of shock value. But I personally think it's important to share a little bit of our fight that Mm -hmm. is so clearly from this unhealthy place where I'm starting to choke up and whatever. And then after Aaron left, (laughs) it was kind of funny. It was... Kai went and sat on the porch. I like went and like got water and whatever and like sat down, like made I was comfortable. and then I was like, Kai, I'm going to have a meltdown at you. Yeah, right you now. said
1: that very calmly.
0: I was like, I am about to have a complete mental breakdown. I, and it's gonna be at you, and I just want to prepare you for that. Um so yeah, I had an idea to share uh, the episode that we recorded with all its goofs, but sh- like that switch can flip so quickly and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, later in the day, we were good again. We all went to brunch. We had a great time. But, like, it's, it's I don't know. I never got to see what my, the way that I experience mental health and mm-hmm. its, its switches and its whatever and all the things that I have, um, which my, like, clinical diagnoses are uh, major depression mm-hmm. with double depression, which essentially means I get so depressed about being depressed that it circles back around and makes mm-hmm. me more depressed, um, generalized anxiety disorder, um ADHD mm-hmm. which is like been a problem for me lately. Mm-hmm. Uh those are the things that I I've cl- I I've expe- I've experienced dissociation um whether as a separate thing or as expe- uh, a side effect mm-hmm. of all those other things. Um and uh chronic migraine headaches that yeah. also affect my mental health.
1: Yeah, I mean j- I, I have the thought, um, I have a second thought after this, but I have the thought that we could go around and share our diagnoses. I'm also referring to you, Aaron, who is also here. Um, I have been diagnosed with OCD, um, major depression, 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 anxiety, uh, anxiety, generalized anxiety disorder. Um, PTSD, ADHD, which I don't think I actually have because I think I have autism instead. Yeah, I don't uh, think you don't really because that regularly gets misdiagnosed and the whole gender thing is complex in relationship with that. Um, did I say OCD? Yes, you did. Okay, great. Uh, I think. I think that's it i think that's the end of the list we're not even I mean including trans physical disability here. oh yeah transgenderism is the other one i have gender dysphoria <laughs> that is diagnosed um
0: dude i have gender dysphoria blues for
2: sure
1: yeah straight up Transgender dysphoria, dysphoria blues. blues um aaron
2: hi this is aaron my pronouns are he him his um i'm the producer on producer the aaron oh, producer aaron um yeah i have ADHD, something fierce. I also have pretty bad anxiety and depression. Um, I think those are my things. That's that's basically it. Solid. Yeah.
0: Would you like to share any medications that you are taking?
2: Oh, yeah. Mm, I take uh, Adderall and Zoloft, and they work really, really well for me. They don't work for everybody, but um, they have really helped. I recently made the decision to get back on them, and it has uh, very much changed my my life and attitude for the better recently so
1: yeah producer aaron and i recently had a discussion about antidepressants that helped me get back on them after four years of being off um I'm going to go through my medication list also.
0: Oh, boy. Um, can, will you just do your mental health medications? Okay.
1: I take Citalopram and Gabapentin.
0: <laughs> you take your, your pain medications. They're a whole. Well, you can if you want to. Do you want to? Yeah. Go fucking. Uh, wait, can I do mine first? Because it's yeah. much shorter.
1: Do your, do your first. I take
0: Lexapro. Uh, I need to get on something for my ADHD. But I take Lexapro. It's turned my entire life around. I love it. I'm a bit. Again, everybody has their own thing that works mm-hmm. for them. Mine's Lexapro. And I fucking love it. Go fucking go off take up space
1: gabapentin is also a nerve pain medication i take that i also take naproxen i take baclofen i take cyclobenzaprine i take um metropolol i take uh sumatriptin um i I take take uh, hydrocodone um and uh i think i think that's the end of the list i think that's the end of the list
0: you are always gonna win
1: it's not a competition. I know.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying it was. I'm just saying if it was, you would always win.
1: I mean, I take a fucking cocktail. Um. So the thing, the last thing that I want to say before our listeners uh, experience this is actually something that I've been thinking about in relationship to Hannah and I since we watched the Haunting of Hill House, which is an excellent television show.
0: It's an excellent wherein, television show about mental health. Yeah, also. actually, it
1: really is. I really appreciate it for what it is so far. We have yet to see the finale, so we'll see how it ends. But I'm very excited to witness it. Um. The uh father in Haunting of Hill House uh says this thing about himself and his uh wife.
0: She's so hot. That's not a spoiler. She's
1: very hot, that's not a spoiler. She's the whatsoever. Hot mom spy kids. Um, about how uh even though they fought and had disagreements, <laughs> they always fought safely. Mm-hmm. As in like um He they says always about they
0: fought with love. They
1: fought with love, that's it. Yeah, they fought with love and knew that it was like safe to fight. That's where I got the say from. And like things would be okay. That's something that is true between Hannah and I is that we don't ever say anything that's like cruel or unnecessary or insulting towards the other person Mm -hmm. and we do always know that we'll not on purpose and we do always know that we'll both be there on the other side Mm -hmm. when that fight is over and we'll be together and okay
0: and when I had that meltdown after we recorded this bit I uh, sat down and I knew it would be safe to tell you I am going to melt down at you and Mm -hmm. I might say some unkind Mm -hmm. things and I need you not to hold that against me because I just need to express what's in my brain yeah and I knew that that would be okay and that would be safe and that's pretty cool so
1: so with that in mind uh please enjoy our uh, world mental health day episode
0: or yeah it's a ride but we love each other and you very much and uh reach out to us if you want to water up with her little tongue, Tori. Tori, oh, she's the best little cat in the world. How do I even world. mix
2: for this show anymore?
1: <laughs> wow. Turn Hannah way the fuck down. Wait, and that's the which answer. Which one is me?
2: Uh, My number three? I don't know. Yeah, I'm number three. That's your job to know. I know.
0: Our job is to show up and look pretty and drink this disgusting iced coffee.
2: We don't even have to
1: look pretty is the thing.
0: Yeah, that's true. We've frequently recorded this looking like garbage. Yeah. Today we look nice though. Because it's like prime recording time it's like i mean i just i've been up for a little while but i was just laying in bed mm-hmm. watching uh, videos on the humans are amazing instagram account for of like an hour i just wanted to see people do some sweet flips into some bodies of water and off of buildings and some ill-advised bike stunts and what have you i mean fucking fair i love watching that shit i love watching people do things that i could never do that they are so so good at it like I'm like, damn! I want to be that good at something. I guess it'll Cyanara Wild Hearts is the thing that I've decided to be really good yeah, at. Yeah, you've
2: played that like every day since Rhythm you first games played it.
1: Um, or the thing that I've decided yes. to be really good at. That's
2: why I can't go to that Chicago bar. I forget what it's called. What, what are you talking? Chicago. Like a bar in Wyman's. Chicago? Wyman's. It's a Chicago-themed bar. So it's what, themed the after city? the city of Chicago. Yeah. What?
1: That's
0: stupid. If it was here's. Well. Here's
2: says the person who loves the fucking Wisconsin Badgers bar,
0: <laughs> but not because it's a Wisconsin. I think it's stupid. It's got big buck. Hunt. Badgers is stupid. Don't get me wrong, but you can play beer pong for free. And they've got one of the really nice big buck hunt machines that takes credit cards and everything. The
2: reason I can't go to Wyman's is because they have a, uh, they have a, channel on their tvs i think they have roku or something uh-huh. on every tv uh-huh. so now
1: why can't you go there though because they have humans
0: understand. are amazing videos yes. playing they all the have time a
2: humans are amazing channel and it plays constantly and i can't have a conversation because I'm just no? <laughs> sitting there looking at the <laughs> yeah. sweet atv flips
0: i mean i'll go there with you and we don't have to talk we can just, we sit, can just and sit and drink silently. beer and watch sweet let's ATV get flips. really
2: fucking high
0: and go do that? And go do that. That legitimately that sounds, sounds amazing. Let's just get
2: really crossfaded at one and watch the
0: that, <laughs> that legitimately, can I tell you, sounds like so much fun. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> remarkable.
0: Um, by the way, Anyhow. welcome to If It's Game We Play. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's a podcast. About uh,
1: video games, I guess.
0: It's about a lot of things. And yeah. we're back recording at our... Uh, recording mm, table. Our recorded table um I my name's Hannah and my pronouns are she her hers
1: my name's Kai my pronouns are z her hers Aaron Who are
2: you? my name is Aaron and my pronouns are he him his I was petting Tori no that's important Tori what's your pronoun
1: welcome to the show we have we have recorded uh after our extended summer break however we've never <laughs> all three of us recorded together in the same room at the same time
0: <laughs> Aaron just put a mic in Tori's face and that's and she great sniffed
2: these it. are cool customized chairs you guys have yeah thank Those you Tori originals Tori yeah. is an
0: artist, and she is uh, making a wa- ongoing wabi sabi piece out of these, <laughs> the back of the fabric of these chairs.
1: Which I'm perfectly Thank you, fine Selah. with. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have a cat than a chair.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good Seelisator show.
2: I couldn't do it either. It's no. Like a- Nobody can. She it's has fine. a
0: really like ethereal Louisiana drawl. It's not very good. I haven't spoken to Celia Haderstrom in Here's years. Here's the
2: thing.
1: I think that you might struggle with ethereal voices because I feel like there's very little that's ethereal about you. And I, I- mean that in a good way.
0: Okay. Uh, the way I speak. I would say yes. I'm very ethereal, but the way I speak is very like, wow
1: wow wow Yeah.
0: Um... Uh oh! Hello there. Uh, all of my ethereal voices are just Liara. Yeah, that's, <laughs> just that's what I'm variations saying. Variations on Liara. We've <laughs> done
1: NPR before, and I would refer to some of that as ethereal.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's an ethereal quality to NPR. The ethereal yet yeah. grounded. NPR. And I love that. Hey, NPR, do you want to advertise on our podcast? Please don't, actually, because y'all American are supporting
1: the neoliberal agenda generally, and I'm not a big oh. fan of that. But I do listen to your podcast oh, sometimes. Public media is so important. Also. I know. I know this, and I uh, appreciate and respect public media. This is this is a big discussion.
0: Yeah, this is a whole other thing. This I've
2: captured this does skis, It does skeeze me out that this American Life popular NPR public access program dedicated a whole episode to a flimsy argument on why free will doesn't exist. And so you might as well just watch your life like a movie, which is such an elitist, like, just be happy with your lot in life yeah. because you have no you have no effect. Yeah, on it's, al- that it's elitist,
0: nihilistic, and sounds like somebody needs to see a psychologist for dissociative identity disorder. <laughs> because uh, watching your life like a movie is what dissociation feels like. You feel like you're watching your body act outside or at least this is how it feels for me. Mm. Is like I will often feel like I am watching myself uh, do actions and motions and say words and do things that I have no control over whatsoever. Like, that's what dissociation feels like, is it feels like watching myself from, like, like, over-the-shoulder, third-person video game camera, basically. It sucks. Dissociation sucks. It definitely does. It doesn't happen very much anymore. But, um... What uh do we do on this podcast
1: um well do you have any (laughs) hot tracks for us hannah
0: (laughs) do i have any hot tracks well it's spooktober everybody what Uh, happy halloween Halloween, and i think the best hot track of all kai will you give me that little bracelet back there and boy do i have a hot track for you are you guys ready i'm gonna drop it live here on air
2: So you got hot track of for gift. the season, <laughs> hot fucking damn,
0: right? Straight fire. Also, do you want to see the best part about it? Because it doesn't fit over like an adult wrist. So Aaron, go to shake, go like, oh, hi, Aaron. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, there it goes. Ha, and I you can press blizzard. it again
1: to stop it. I prank yeah. Blizzard
2: you. Oh, you can press it again to stop it.
1: Yes, which thank God.
2: Thank God don't do it too many times you're gonna break it and you will and you have to save
1: it for your other podcast <laughs> yeah. because you were gifted this you're gonna right I'm gonna Wendy. have to
2: go in the shop in the middle of the night like Mission Impossible over at DU Theater Department and solder that thing back together for yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do I it like but the, I'm not gonna be happy about it <laughs> Thank
0: you. oh as Wendy uh, said, that's for the best. It's on the floor now. As Wendy said uh, when she gave it to me, and I keep doing this on No Exit, uh, was, I've created a monster, but that's exactly what I wanted to do.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: She's a mad scientist, and she's given me a noise device, which everybody knows is a mistake.
1: I know. I was shocked when Wendy handed that to you, because I was like, you know who the recipient of this gift Wendy's is, right? Wendy's
0: delighted by my antics, and that's why she's still here. <laughs> That's she why needs- all of
1: us are still yeah. here, I figure. So you're delighted by my So that's a great hot track, Hannah. Thank you for sharing your hot uh, track.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I've been, yeah. I've just been listening to a lot of Synthwave. As per usual. Unsurprising. Um, you should listen to IMX's 2017 album this track called No Maker Made Me that's very very good
1: oh yeah I was just listening to that the other day
0: that's weird that we did that segment first because often we don't even do that segment at all so are we just doing segment segos in like reverse order of how frequently they come up
1: I mean I guess Aaron you want to make a
0: beverage mistake
1: I just wanted to
2: I don't because okay. I don't have one of my organs anymore. Yeah, right. that's cause So good call. I'm gonna wait until that wound heals up. Yeah, that's for,
0: the, that's for the best. All of
2: us poor motherfuckers
0: over here. I'm making a beverage mistake. I know. Kind of. I mean, it's not really my fault. It so. was
1: directly your fault.
0: No, it wasn't. What happened? The sequence of events. You could have wrapped up the top. I bought an iced coffee for myself to bring home, and I brought it home from the work fridge, and I put it in the fridge, and I was like, mm, yum yum yum. You didn't Ice, put it in the
1: fridge, I did. You left coffee, it out on the front porch. Iced
0: coffee. No. And then you said, Hannah, you left this out here. In and then I went and grabbed it and put it inside. So nice anyway, I put it in the fridge. Don't you gaslight my version of events? Uh, and I was like, yum, 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 Ice coffee. Can't wait to drink this tomorrow. Can't wait to have a nice little treat for myself. What do I find when I come down in the morning uh, downstairs is my my beloved, beloved roommate <laughs> Kai and partner and artistic partner Kai drinking the iced coffee I had so lovingly placed myself inside of the fridge. And so Kai sent Henry to the vegan market. Henry to, was already going to yeah, the to vegan Yeah, to buy market. me another iced coffee, uh, even though at the, t- at the time I was like... This is weird that you're asking on my behalf, but I was glad that he got me one. That's so weird. Yesterday I was drinking it, and then I lost the lid. And I couldn't find it. And so I just put it in the fridge at night without a lid because we had been up really late uh, watching Haunting of Hill House. Which is was,
1: so good. Oh my so God. It's so fucking
0: good. And I was pretty, uh, cro- I was a little bit cro- twisted, a little bit cross. Yeah, through. you
1: were quite twisted.
0: Uh, I mean, it was more, way more high than I was drunk. Yes. Uh, I just had a lot of red wine quickly.
1: Two large glasses of red wine. I did. I had big girl quickly. glasses of <laughs> you red had wine. Big girl glasses.
0: Anyway, point being, now the coffee tastes bad, but I'm still drinking it. And I said I thought it was fair that Kai and I had to switch coffees because Kai's still drinking the good coffee, and now I'm drinking the bad coffee, which, when you think about it, is really Kai's—no, it's okay. (laughs) It's really Kai's fault that my coffee sucks now.
1: I feel like we're neglecting to address the fact that you could have very easily put a piece of saran wrap and rubber band over that. I was
0: emotionally heightened, Kai. You
2: could uh, also use my catheter plug. Yeah, you could also (laughs) use Aaron's (laughs) catheter plug. Why didn't you think of that? Yeah. Why didn't you call me?
0: I (laughs) am such an idiot.
2: I have a tube in my penis that has a plug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have had uh, what I thought was E. Coli. We still don't know what it is. I got to call the GI specialist tomorrow. Um, but basically, I went to Texas and came home. And a couple did days you later... Say
2: I was
1: Texas? I was Texas.
0: I said I went to Texas, but it did sound like I said I was <laughs> Texas. When you're in Texas, you are Texas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Texas is not my favorite. Uh, San Antonio is not my favorite. No offense, San Antonio. I did go to one really good gay bar, and I'll talk about that. Yeah. and Put a pin in that. Uh, but right now, we're talking about poop. So a couple days after I got back from Texas, uh, I looked uh, at... Uh, my sort of situation when I was pooping in the toilet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I ate beets. And then I was like, no, I didn't. That's blood. That's bright red blood. And so I went to work. And I sat through a staff meeting feeling like I was going to die. And I was sweating and shaking. And then I said, I need to go to urgent care immediately. And so I did. And then I had to, uh, long story short, I had to get a um, rectal exam at the urgent care. And so this strange woman had to stick her finger into my butthole. Um, and it was very funny because it was like, <laughs> she was doing that thing that doctors do when they're doing like invasive procedures, where they still kind of try to talk to you. Like I don't know if you've ever had a conversation, Kai, with a gynecologist while they're sort of like yeah. all up in your biz. It was kind of like that. And she was she was just talking. She was like, talk, talk, talk. It wasn't even like a, okay, ready, here we go. It was like a, talk, talk, talk. Whoop, it's in. Uh, and she was like, oh yeah, you are having some blood in your stool. I was like, I didn't know that. And I did, I did, I did know that. That's the thing I knew. Um, and so she sent me home and had, I had to provide stool samples, uh, several stool samples to the Quest Diagnostics so that they could test my stool for E. coli and parasites, among other things, which means I had to spend a couple of days, um, pooping into a little, they call it a hat for the toilet. It does kind of look like a hat and you put it in the toilet and you poop into that and you're not supposed to get pee in it. So you poop into that and then you have to scoop with a spoon, um, your own poop into a jar. And that's how you collect st- at-home stool samples. And so I had to do several of those and then bring them in. And it turns out I don't have any of the things that they tested for. Um, I did manage to get a cold while I was already sick from this other thing. And so I've been very, very sick for the past two days, just like with a cold on top of whatever. Um, got my blood word back. Turns out, had to get blood drawn. Turns out that a normal, quote-unquote, female of reproductive age, like level of iron is like 70 to 80 parts per whatever, I don't know, 70 to 80 units of iron measurement. Mm -hmm. Um, And mine is at 30, 35, something like that. So, and the lower limit for...
2: 35 to 80? What? What? 35 to 80? No, no, no. no oh, 70 right. to 80 <laughs> yeah. is the normal. Sorry, I was thinking want. blood pressure numbers. <laughs> you're yeah, okay. No, no, no. Blood Mine, pressure, is, very different. No, i are talking so about you have, you blood
0: have, iron. Less than half.
2: Are you like anemic? That, no, I'm not anemic because no.
0: that has to do with red blood cell count. I yeah. just um, have really low
2: iron. You have really low iron and I yeah. have a huge prostate.
0: And you have a huge prostate. So here we are.
2: <laughs> Birds of a feather. Cool. Oh, <laughs> the other funny thing, just real quick. They said I have, a, I must. <laughs> Homeless peed just now. Oh no! Oh God! Uh, they said part of the reason that I had so much urinary retention, which is why I had the catheter, uh, was that uh, I must have a very active sphincter for someone my age. <laughs> Which, if you know me at all,
0: is very accurate. Is accurate. It's I was like, Extremely "Wow!" Called accurate.
2: the fuck called out. out. Damn.
0: Yeah. If there's many words I would use to describe your sphincter, active is certainly it's one of them.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Go <come> on. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, that's it. I just I pooped blood, and I'm still sick, kind of, and it's I don't metal know why. Fuck. Uh, so what? It's, it's metal. Is, metal. Is, it's very it? metal. It's metal. Yeah. It's also the worst. It's just horrifying.
1: Yeah. I'm really sorry. It's I okay. can't get too much into my bad you know. stuff because legal reasons, but I was not a car accident, and I'm in a bad way.
0: Yeah. Yours is, like, definitely, like, more ongoingly terrible. It's just less gross.
1: No, it's not gross. It's I not mean, gross at all. It's like... There's s- some gross elements, perhaps, yeah. but...
0: <laughs> Did you... Do you have any blood coming out of your butthole? No, I don't have any blood coming out of do my Do you butthole. have a tube in your urinary tract?
1: No, I don't have a tube anywhere in we my win. body, um, but... I am dealing with the fact that uh, the medical system um, does get you addicted to opioids if yeah. you have chronic pain, and then continually relapses you purposefully. Yeah. In addition to that, I know Aaron's making a shocked face. They
2: gave me fentanyl. Yeah. This yeah, dude. Fucking fentanyl. They're like, we're going to give you fentanyl. It's going to be great. And then I had it. I was like, I, this doesn't make me feel like less in pain, but I- like, can't keep my eyes open. Yeah. Like, this seems irresponsible. Yeah, fentanyl to, is no, no joke. I wasn't in that much pain. They were yeah. like, rate your pain. i like, a five. Like, I just yeah. need to pee. But you're and also like, Here's a white
1: man, so your pain is more real.
2: I get Keep but they that in fucking, mind. Th-
0: there's the no people, reason. No, to no, give there's me literally
2: fentanyl. no reason. People will
0: overestimate your pain and will underestimate like that's that's a med- that's a
1: proven that's bias. Bullshit. Yeah, that yeah. no that's super bullshit. That Kai
0: will say a 10 and Aaron will say a 5 and they will believe the that Erin is kids. in more pain.
1: You can okay. never say a 10 unless you are actively giving birth because mm-hmm. if you say and even then you have to say a nine, it has to be a nine, but this is the worst pain I've ever felt. And then they'll take your pain seriously. Never rate it a 10 because they think you're over-exaggerating. Mm. That is a tip from me to you, a person who has been dealing with chronic pain conditions their whole life, mm-hmm. her whole life, whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, you can use whatever pronouns for yourself. You I know, <laughs> I just
1: had to correct myself. You can't so not misgender yourself. Would... <laughs> that's true. You can't. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that's, my, that's my chronic pain tip is always underestimate underrate your pain but then express through adjectives how it actually feels
0: yeah uh my sucks. tip is if you're pooping blood go to a doctor
1: mm, i like that tip and my tip is if you're throwing up continuously go for to a doctor no reason go to a doctor
0: if you think you have appendicitis go to a doctor
1: oh my god yeah i'm glad and also i never, never to the changed to the, orange bile stage. later
0: flight hey so um i'm I'll talk of poop and pee and, uh, the corrupt medic American medical system aside. Kai, what's the gayest thing you've done since we last recorded, which was what two. Oh, you and Aaron recorded two Me weeks ago. Me and Aaron ago. recorded
1: two weeks yeah. ago. And it was amazing. That's I part of why it say... feels like
0: I haven't been around him forever. Cause I missed an episode.
1: It was, um, a delight, honestly. Great. Um, and then we hung out and played control and that was really fun. Uh, but I think the gayest thing that I've done this week is probably, um, Become desperately addicted to the show The Haunting of Hill House. God is fucking good, dude. Engaging in so much spooky media content, we've been watching Ghost Adventures. Hannah decorated the whole house, which has made it a lot. I had never seen Ghost Adventures. I I had never seen Ghost Adventures. Introduced her to Ghost Adventures for the first time.
0: Which, if you've never watched Ghost Adventures, it's on Hulu. Go treat yourself. These men are so dumb. They are the stupidest and most earnest men.
1: They believe truly. Everything and that's the thing. I believe in fucking ghosts, right? I totally I believe, believe in, in ghosts. ghosts. I believe that I want to fuck a ghost. Yeah, consensually. Um, but yeah, consensually. But I, I definitely believe in ghosts. But these men, I think, majorly don't don't they're find in, ghosts. No,
0: they're just very incompetent. Okay,
1: so um I uh, think the haunting of Hill House has has a lesbian in it Has yes. a queer person in has it, a sapphic. has a sapphic of some capacity uh again i use lesbian as kind of an overarching term yeah in that way but i know that sapphic is a better one um and the way that hannah and i've been watching it is very exceptionally queer fully diving into the show um getting spooked, hanging out with the cat, smoking mm. a lot of weed. Mm. I don't know. I haven't been able to do too much lately, so there's not, like, the gayest thing I've done this week, but it's more, like, that's very homey and gay, I guess. It is
0: very homey and gay. I would agree. And it's, I think it's, I mean, horror is queer, and that's a whole separate set of conversations. Yes. That as I see more and more horror media, I want to start engaging in on No Exit. Mm-hmm. Um, is because that's the horror podcast. Hey, I have another podcast. It's with erstwhile guest of the show Wendy, uh, Wendy Warzone, and uh, we talk about horror movies that I'm seeing for the first time.
1: So. Yeah, there's a lot of books about the overlapping of queer and horror, yeah, and actually. Horror. Um, and, uh, as well as gothic themes, which are heavily present in the oh, of Hill House. Oh, it's an
0: extremely gothic
1: yeah, show, it's like remarkable. to the
0: point like they're all going back to the house because like in the gothic, like the place. Essentially, has a pull that pulls people back mm-hmm. to it. Like the uh, uh, an essential trope of the gothic is like being pulled back to the place, no matter
2: what. Totally, totally. Southern gothic or regular gothic? Just the gothic, gothic. Gothic. The gothic, the gothic,
0: the gothic. All I mean, southern gothic, yes, absolutely. I don't We're know like- if
2: we talked about on the podcast, but Hannah has a big horny boner for southern gothic.
0: <laughs> I sure do. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a big horny boner for all gothic, especially gothic Americana. Um, cuz i i just love it a lot um, and this is very much gothic americana it's east coast gothic um it's massachusetts gothic which is a very very goth it's very it's a very gothic place yes um, new england gothic but anyway um
1: we've been watching that
0: yeah a trope of southern gothic but the 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 sort of st- umbrella genre of the gothic is the place pulls you back um uh, but yeah we've been watching a lot of that and it's f- <laughs> it's fantastic
1: it's very good um and that's that's just been very nice ah uh, I haven't watched a lot of TV, I guess, recently. So it's been nice to get back into that and playing video games.
0: Well, we have been watching a lot of TV. It's just trash. We've no, yeah, garbage. no, totally. We've been That's watching true. Paranormal Survivors on Netflix. Which
1: is excellent, also. Which,
0: well, it started out really great, and I'm getting kind of bored of it now, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I too. Because it is it's, so, so shitty. It's nice
1: to have in the background if we're just doing other things. Yeah. I prefer,
0: like, if we're going to do one or the other, we might as well watch Ghost Adventures, you know?
1: True. Very Ghost true. Adventures
0: is, if you look up, you'll be legitimately entertained. So, Hannah. Yes, Kai. And
1: what's the gayest thing you've done this week?
0: Um, or since we last recorded, I've been so sick that I haven't really done anything for the past week, um, but I, since we last recorded, while Kai and Aaron were recording, uh, I was in San Antonio and I accidentally went to this, we were trying to find a vegan place that had late night food and uh we got there and it turned out the kitchen was closed but it's a vegan restaurant slash gay bar in san antonio which is amazing yeah and they were having a drag show and it was just there were so many dykes so many dykes and it was mostly folks of color which i live in denver colorado so i'm not often in queer spaces that are predominantly poc Mm -hmm. unfortunately um and it was really wonderful the drag show was awesome i was with a straight friend so uh didn't get to you know i was enjoying it on my own she was a little out of her depth i think
1: yeah
0: um but yeah that was i mean the the wedding was the highlight of san antonio and so i started puking my guts out not because i was sick but because i drank way
1: too a much rosé and there was food. Li-
0: nothing i could eat at the wedding there was nothing there was plain slices of white bread um and even the shitty salad uh already had or i should not say shitty whatever i mean it it was the rest of the food looked great but the salad was kind of shitty and it already had shredded cheddar cheese on it so i was like can you just like pick a few leaves of lettuce out for me so i can eat pretend to eat a vegetable and then i ate plain white bread uh and the bride came up to me later in the service and was like is there anything you could eat at the food i was like absolutely not
1: the bread came up to you later <laughs> the, at the, bride.
0: Service? Oh, the bride oh bride oh. okay <laughs> And, I um, thought you
1: were saying, like, how it, you threw up. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, got it, got it, got uh,
0: it. Later in, like, the the reception or whatever, I was like, was there anything you could eat? And I was like, no. And she was like, shit, I remember today that you're a vegan. I was like, I know Becca." <laughs> so it was fine. Um, uh, yeah, and then other than that, I have been ill. Um, I am uh, redoing all the jewelry cases at my work. I'm actually going in later today to
1: do that i feel like that's pretty gay that's pretty gay
0: yeah i feel like i've done a lot of gay things but i really haven't because i really haven't done a whole we lot
1: we felt very gay while we were doing our our sick things yeah we were constantly true. palling around and like limping our wrists at each other and like
0: last night we had a limp wrist competition i won yeah kai's wrist can get limper than mine
1: yeah it's
0: because you're a bottom
1: yes so um hannah yeah okay Uh, what are you playing this week?
0: Boy, howdy. So, over the past couple weeks, I have been playing, uh, nothing but Sayonara Wild Hearts. Mm, Yeah, as soon as you picked it
1: up, you never put it down.
0: Yeah, because as soon as I picked it up and, like, put the headphones on and, like, as soon as it, like, got to the, like... Like, the opening, like, intro screen, the opening cutscene, whatever, that, like, leads into the title screen. Like, as soon as the title screen came up, I was like, oh, shit, I love the aesthetic of this game. It's gorgeous. It's a fucking gorgeous game, like, both visually and auditorily. Oh, yeah. Um... In general I want to talk I want to like go off about how queer this game is so just let me know if now is the appropriate time to do I that. I think
1: now is the appropriate time to do that cuz I think this is what we're playing this week is probably going to be our last segment.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh so it w- it is it's an amazing game. It's a it's like a perfect game built is spe- specifically for my brain. Mm-hmm. Cuz something I've realized partially in playing this is that like part of the reason I like rhythm games so much and like beat matching games is because like with the way that, like, my ADHD and, like, my brain and anxiety and whatever function, like, something like, like, rhythm games are, like, so stimulating to me mm-hmm. that it, it, like, occupies, it, like, releases certain, like, dopamine receptors or whatever. It, like, occupies mm. certain, like, soothing and happy places in my brain that, like, almost nothing else does yeah. because it's so multi-sensorily engaging like i have to be paying really close attention because i have to be like my reflex your reflexes have to be fast yeah like, yeah uh like rhythm games are just attention and rea- and r- quick reaction like that's all video games are but i feel like it's really simplified in a rhythm game is what i really like about them um that all you're doing is watching and matching the beat right I, I mean, have a
1: question. Yeah. Do you think rhythm games might help me with my motor coordination?
0: Yes, actually. Mm. They've been proven to. Yeah. Yeah. Studies have shown uh, that, I mean, like, DDR is obviously, like, prohibitive because it is. Yeah, I physically can't. It, yeah, it requires so much movement. Um, but studies have shown that rhythm games, like,. Uh, even, like, a target hero and stuff are actually... They're very, very good for your brain. They're, it's, that would it, be nice. I think it's good for your brain, and I don't know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's good for your brain in the same way that, like, Tetris is.
1: Tetris is very good for my brain. Yeah,
0: in that it requires intense focus, quick reaction. It's really, like... And it's really, like, visual and sonic, but for me, it's just beat-matching games are more engaging than those sure. mindless puzzle games. Um, I mean, I like Tetris. I'm pretty good at Tetris, but, like, it's... uh.
1: It's, Nothing compared to beat Yeah,
0: well, because the beat games are just more, it keeps me engaged because it is that music, and you're, like, flowing through a rhythm. Um, and there is, it's usually, like, you know, the length of a song or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sayonara Wild Hearts is a rhythm game. Like, you do, to be really good at it, you do have to be able to match the beat. Mm-hmm. But it's also an extremely forgiving, just, like, audio visual experience like yeah you it's don't... like
1: listening to an album
0: yeah oh totally yeah and that's kind of how it's conceptualized yeah. and that's how it's executed it's like it's it's one of those things that's like easy to learn hard to master mm-hmm. for sure which i think is something that's actually really great about most rhythm games is i think most of them are easy to learn hard to master Sure, like there is an entry level at which most pe- i mean stuff like ddr beat Saber, right there's like a physical element but like outside of that aspect like just the like beat matching itself like something like guitar hero or something like the drumming on rock band or whatever is like it's it gives you like the easy level is really really basic and introductory um and that's that's how i feel about rhythm games in general is that it like i feel like they're accessible in terms of like if it's a good rhythm game it like gets you in at a really really basic level but the jump between like, easy mode and expert mode is so huge. It's very
1: wide gap.
0: But I know, and, like, I'm good at them, right? But, like, in general, if you, it's one of those things where if you practice, you will just get better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, it is partially just muscle memory and repetition. So if you do the same song on rock band drums over and over and over again, you will eventually be able to get it.
1: So get back into Cyanar Wild Heart yeah. specifically. I'm just Tell like, yeah, I just I'm game. talking
0: about rhythm games in general yeah. is how I want to talk about this. It's kinda of how I wanted to lay the foundation for talking about this game. So it is a rhythm game, but it's also like a store like a roguelike story, like action game. Um, but the roguelike element is not it's so forgiving because you don't it's not like you die and it sends you back to the beginning. Like there are enough checkpoints during it and the way that the levels are built. So The way that you are in most levels, you're on a vehicle of some kind, and you, it's kind of like audio surf, where you're just like kind of veering back and forth to the Mm -hmm. music, and you're dodging obstacles. Um, And if you hit something, it does this really quick, it's like a record, it's, it, it, they do it as a record scratch, essentially, where it just goes, shoop and like you immediately go back in Mm -hmm. like it doesn't like send you back to the beginning of the level it doesn't come up with a big like game over screen it doesn't like dock points from you it just resets you and keeps you going um which is really really accessible for people and it makes it especially in the initial plays it makes it way less frustrating and way more enjoyable because there's nothing more like um I don't know, like jarring in a rhythm game to be like really in that groove and trying really hard and then you just can't get it right and it's, you get a game over and you have to stop and try again. The other like, thing
1: that I like about it is if you keep not getting it right enough times, it'll let you just skip that Yeah, it part, gives you the option you can to skip. continue the story of mm-hmm, the game and totally. keep seeing everything. Yeah.
0: And you can turn that off. Like I turned off it asking me if I wanted to skip because I never do. I just yeah. want to do it over and over again. Um, but yeah, it's like... It, it The point is the experience and the story. Um, and the 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 game itself is very, very fun. Like, the, the mechanic of the game itself is very, very fun. But the point is the story and the experience, especially the first time. So, yeah, it gives you the option to, if this part is too hard for you, it gives you the option to skip it so that you can continue to experience the story. Um, Which because is a very queer it, story. Yeah. Oh, it's an extremely queer story. And the point for once, like, you know, the point of rhythm games is generally just do the thing it's like an arcade Mm -hmm. but this the point of this game especially when you initially play it is the story and then you can do what i'm doing which is like go back and play each level over and over again till i get the highest score um but like This game is so good that I finished the story and then immediately replayed it. Yeah, I watched you. Yeah, it's only a little over an hour long because it's about the length of... It's the length... Like, the album on Spotify, I think, is, like, 46 minutes. Mm -hmm. So it's that with cutscenes, So it's a little over an hour altogether. But the music itself, there's 46 minutes, I believe it is. Or maybe it's 52, whatever. There's a little under an hour of actual music. um, And whenever you're actually playing the game, like, you're it's happening in tandem with the music. Um, Like, not just soundtracking, but, like, you are moving to the beat of the music. Um, And it's so... It's, like, this very, like, retro wave, future wave aesthetic, but, like, very, very colorful. Not quite as, like, dystopian. More like... It's, like, fantasy retrofuturism, is how I would describe it. Um, And you... And the music is, like, this very, very good, like, electro-Europop, which is shit I really like. And so you'll be playing, like, levels where it's this, like, you're in this forest, and you're on a motorcycle, and you're dodging trees, and it's this great aesthetic, and you're fighting these laser wolves, it's fucking rad, while this, like, really, like, all-consuming, like, like bass-heavy, like, music is, like, I don't know, it's, like, it's, it's, like, EMDR almost, but, like, in a good, like, it doesn't, hmm, I'm trying to explain it. (laughs) Um, do you, I mean, you've played it, too, Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's, it's just this very, sorry, I'm, I'm floundering on my own a little bit, um, but it's this really, like, I don't know, it's just an incredible experience, um, and I love it very, very much, uh, yeah.
1: Great. I'm glad that you got (laughs) to play such a nice game.
2: Is it only only for Switch? No.
0: It's on, as far as I know, it's on all platforms. Yeah. (gasps) It's definitely, I'm pretty sure it's on PS4. It's definitely on Steam and on Switch. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on PS4. Okay. And I would honestly buy it again on PS4 and just play it on multiple consoles. It's kind of like how I own. Uh, fucking... I own Borderlands 2 on, like, every console I have, except for Switch, where it's not released. Yeah. Because I just, like, kept buying it for a period of time because it kept, like, being on sale and shit. Or, like, I own Bastion on, like, three different consoles Mm because it's, like, my favorite game. And if it's on sale, I'll be like, oh, I'll buy Bastion and replay it on the PS4. Um... That's so how I feel about Sayonara Wild Hearts. Like, I would buy it and play it again just to, like, get the high score again on a different console. Dope. Um, I really enjoyed playing it handheld, even though I spilled wine on our Switch on the plane. So and it's kind of... Now, one of the sides where the Joy-Cons connects is a little bit jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I Oh, mean, no. Yeah. I didn't even mean to. It was like a little tiny dribble of wine got into the connection. Like, the Switch is very, very fragile.
1: Yeah, Switches are very fragile. They're very fragile.
2: That's just Nintendo things in general are very yeah precious.
1: i don't know dude my gamecube has held up for like 20 years the gamecube was
2: their most robust creation yeah. actually uh,
1: Game Boy advance too
2: yeah
0: the ds in general like the 3ds The original
1: ds hard. Yeah. the 3ds hardy.
0: is a pretty hardy console fair it's a brick um, or at least like the the first gen 3ds because i have one of those and it's a brick yeah but the switch is a delicate instrument. <laughs> a
1: delicate flower so was the wii actually
0: the wii was pretty delicate the Wii
1: was pretty delicate yeah
0: Um, but yeah, Sayonara Wild Hearts is an amazing game. Sorry, I'm, like, losing focus and steam.
1: (laughs) Well, you've been talking for, like, 15 minutes, so you could ask me, what I'm playing.
0: I know. I said I was gonna go off about Sayonara Wild Hearts, and then you just kind of kept staring at me. Well, because
1: you were talking.
0: I know. I kind of wanted you to, like, ask questions and be interested and engage in my...
1: I'm sorry. It sounded like you wanted a monologue about it.
0: Oh, okay. I just, yeah, when I started to flounder... We don't have to... We can cut this part out, but when I started to flounder, I just kind of wanted you to, like... It didn't seem like you were interested in what I was saying. You were just kind of staring at me and not really responding to what I said at all.
1: I mean, you had just been going for such a long time. I didn't really know what to do to help encourage us to wrap up your part of it.
0: I mean, fair. One, I said I was going to go off for a long time. And you said that was okay. Uh, Two, I wish you had just said something. Okay. Yeah. Like... I don't know, like staring at me silently doesn't feel like an effective method to communicate that I've been talking too long. No, I
1: mean, that wasn't what yeah. I was trying to communicate. I well, just it, didn't know what to do.
0: It felt like the energy I was getting from you was you're talking too long. You need to wrap this up. But I had said at the beginning of this, like, I want to talk for a long time about I haven't even gotten to how queer the game is.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's totally fair. I just said saying, at the beginning saying that you want to talk for a long time, though, I don't think is a good enough reason to like talk for a long time.
0: Well, OK, then you should have said no. Okay. I said, I want to go off for a long time about this game. Is now a good time to did, do this?
1: Yeah, you I, I yes. just, yes, it was a good time to do this. I just didn't realize that it was, like, that long, I guess. I don't know.
0: Okay, well, I'm excited about the game, and I told you at the beginning of it that I wanted to talk to you about it for a long time.
1: Yeah, okay. So Let's keep talking about the game. Talk, talk, talk to me about how queer it is.
0: <laughs> okay, well, now I don't really want to, to be honest, because it's, I don't know, the wind's taken out of my sails a little bit, so when we record back I'll just I'll just ask you what you're playing and then I can talk No. Okay, about
1: let's again. let's dive back in. I have a question for you.
0: Okay.
1: Uh hi. Thank you for listening to uh Your our hair world looks Mental so crazy episode. right Thank now. Thank you. I was just scratching my head. There we um, go. We uh are if it's gay we play, we continue to be that. Uh uh-huh. um we would really love if you would listen to us on the various streaming platforms that we can be found on which is all of them and if you're listening on uh uh what is podcasts? Apple podcasts, apple that's podcast apple <laughs> podcast that's what calls i always want to say itunes um if you're listening on apple podcast please uh like rate and subscribe
2: if We'd you're really like, listening that.
1: on
0: spotify go ahead and hit that follow button yeah. young hot follow button
1: update you on new episodes
0: uh, update new episodes. Usually, it's mostly the funny part and video games, and not the part where we start to yell at each Usually other. Usually, it's
1: not that part. Um, um, you can also find us on various forms of social uh-huh. media We're uh,
0: on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at yes. Gay Gamers, G A Y G A M mm-hmm. E R Z. And you can email us at if it's Play at gmail.com any time of the day or night. We love you. We love you. There's also a couple of things we wanted to share uh, special for this episode. Yeah. Um, first of all, the Trans Lifeline, it's a national transgender mental health and suicide prevention hotline, first of its kind. Um, that number is 877-565-8860. Uh, there's also the Trevor Project, which is for LGBTQIA, et cetera, folks sort of generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that number is one 866 seven three eight six um there is also the national suicide prevention hotline which is in my phone somewhere and that is probably under s if i had to guess Ba suicide hotline uh i have two in my phone no is this just two of the same entry no there's two of them do you think these are both the one
1: does one have a local area code?
0: No, they're both the eight hundred numbers because it's oh, okay, a national great. hotline.
1: Then give them both.
0: Okay. Well, the suicide hotline, um, of which I have two numbers. I think there's multiple numbers They're um, probably. just to handle a high volume of calls. Uh, it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two two five or one eight hundred seven eight four eight four three three. And like I said, we're if it's gay, we play at gmail dot com, and we're on social media, and our DMs are always open. Yeah. For Slide anything. In uh be it scary be it funny be it sad be, be it, it gay. gay
1: be it gay be it gay um so our theme music uh was written by aaron Dupuis. And, performed by and performed by aaron, performed Dupuis. By aaron Dupuis. yeah i was gonna do that part next i was gonna get to say his name multiple times oh. um he is also the producer of this episode we are on the stick poke and prod network uh
0: check out other shows on the network
1: Such as uh, No Exit, which is a podcast that Hannah and our good close friends and former guest of the podcast, Wendy, uh, host. Um, It is about horror movies uh, hosted by a person who loves horror movies and a person who used to hate horror movies but now enjoys them quite a bit. Uh You can also listen to uh, By the Grace of Pod Hot. Hot, which is a very good uh, comedy podcast, partially hosted by our producer, Aaron, as well as some of our other friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of those friends was actually just in our home before we recorded. Oh, Tiffany was there. She sure
0: here. was. Yeah. Oh, re- Tiffany in the wild.
1: I'm right in the wild. Um, so Every
0: time I hear Tiffany's name, I think of Tiffany from Adventure Time.
1: You can find those other podcasts on the network. And uh, we love you very much.
0: And keep playing games.
1: And keep being games.
0: And talk shit Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.